Hey, everybody, and welcome to the What is this, honey? podcast, where we will be discussing everything from pop culture to reality TV to true crime documentary to my life and everything in between that makes you scratch your head and ask yourself, what is this, honey? You guys, uh, is it summer? Is it? god's gift to us all is it what is it i don't know but jessica and i are here bravo barbie's edition of what is this honey hi jess we're so happy to have you back hello brandon i'm so happy to be back i'm so sad that i had to miss last week but i was being business barbie up in this piece doing the absolute most and we gotta affirm the business okay we love a woman with her own coin in her own bag (laughs) <laughs> Although some of y'all no, are drinking candy. Well, this is not a Bravo episode. This is just a USA episode. This is an USA episode. I just wanted to give you guys a little bit of background because since we have revealed our identities, people have been like, so like, how do you know each other? Are you married? Are you getting married to each other? <laughs> yes, we're married. We've we've been common law married probably <laughs> before from all the times we've like practically lived together. Lived together. Um, you know? No, we're not married. We are both getting married in the next year well i'm getting married next spring jessica's jessica's not comfortable disclosing her date to you guys because you well don't you know when you get engaged <laughs> you get engaged the first thing everybody yeah. asks you like do you have a date yet and i was yeah. like listen i don't know about y'all's life but my life is complicated i got a lot of shit going on so i yeah, can't even think about planning a wedding yet <laughs> I'm just happy to have a beautiful ring on my finger oh. and to look at my man and say, that's my man forever. Yeah. You know? But she's also director. Barbie, like, legitimately is a director. So, like, Lol. she has things to do and she's not getting, like, 16 assistants to come do it for her. So we're giving her a break. But we yeah. just wanted to give you guys some background because, you know, we're not married to each other. We have been best friends forever. Forever. But we are marrying two gorgeous men. And yes. we're so excited. I'm actually in, like tatters at the moment because Jessica is making a major life change that is not just the wedding. Yes. Um, so after 16 years of living in the tri-state area, primarily in New York City and now upstate in Woodstock, uh, I have decided, my fiance and I have decided to make the big move back down to North Carolina And we are moving in like two months. I was on the phone with like pod companies this morning and like movers trying to figure out how to do this. And let me tell you, I am stressed the fuck out. (laughs) Oh my God. This is why when we bought our house, I told my fiance, I was like, I'm never moving again. Yeah. I, I said that the last time we moved, I was like, the last time we moved, I'm I'm 100% getting movers for our next move. And now I'm looking at the cost of movers and I'm like, it's no. not cheap, you guys. Also, I think maybe we'll do it ourselves this time. Nothing is cheap. If you guys are out there and you're having this struggle right now, you're like, listen, I work hard. I earn money. I'm not like out here destitute, but you just can't splurge on that extra thing. Yeah. Do not beat yourself up because shit is expensive out here, honey. Literally, literally, I got a quote today from pods, which is like supposed to be one of the cheaper options. Which is a shed. We had a pod. It's literally, it's It's a a shed and you have to load it yourself and they just bring it down and then you unload it yourself. It was like $3,500. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, is this a joke? Because I can hire movers for like $500 more than that. Like, are you kidding? Yeah, everything's expensive, you guys, and none of it is a joke. Everyone is very serious. Very not serious. Kidding. As serious as a Will Smith slap. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. We went there. And so okay. we're just we're trying to cope with that. We haven't lived apart in a long time. Yeah. It's I was a talking about scary. it with my therapist like an hour ago. So it's very fresh in my mind. <laughs> What's funny is I talked about it with my therapist this week about so, like leaving you in particular. I'm able to laugh and not cry today. Yeah. I'm sure you guys will be hearing about this journey. But anyway, the segue that it was like pulling up into my brain is because Vanessa Hudgens, our queen, which if you guys want to know something about our friendship, Love Jessica her. and I used to put Love her. sneaker night, Vanessa sneaker Hudgens, night. 
single sneaker night on in rage. I mean, basically, all I'm gonna do is dance. <laughs> oh my god, I was obsessed. I was obsessed, and I think that's the reason I love sneakers now. Honestly, yeah, it's the only it's reason because that we of Vanessa Hutchins. Yeah, Vanessa Hutchins I'm like, impact. I don't need a heel. I can wear a sneaker. Doesn't matter. She's been in the press recently talking about her fiance, who's an adorable baseball player and he's, he's just so like cute. so cute and she's like there, people are asking her like well what does he want to do like what kind of wedding does he want to have and she's like I think he just wants to do whatever I want to do like we should just elope and I was thinking to myself <laughs> yeah for real is that the move I think it might <laughs> no, it I don't be. know <laughs> Jessica knows what I'm doing for my wedding and she's like wait no please just no keep, <laughs> keep 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 what you're doing I feel like yours is like a good um compromise you're not doing like it's a nice the middle whole ground. giant thing, but you're still kind of doing like an elopey esque yes, kind of It's going to be very sweet and sexy and small. Yeah. And one of the like adversities you get when you start planning a wedding and you like let people know that you're having one is that oh, then they have so many opinions about it. Which I sh- know I was a I was an event planner. Like I have pl- I've participated in planning dozens of weddings so I just know how this happens and how family members react but this week and honestly shout out to my friends who are just like chill about it because they're it's it's just been family and obviously they just have so many opinions of like you're gonna invite this person right which reminds me I actually need to print out (laughs) oh everyone you guys have to just give my dog a break he is rescue He's going through a lot right now. We are getting work done on our house. Sweet Davy boy. And anytime anyone enters the door, <laughs> he has to let them know that he knows how to fight. He's like, I'm not scared to fight. I also He's need like, to just I, make sure. <laughs> I'll take you down. Don't try I'll take me. you right down, baby. I've seen some things in my years. So if you okay. hear anything, that's what it is. Um, but anyway, back to the wedding stuff. It just made me just think, like, am I doing the right thing? I think I'm doing the right thing, but I did want to inspire you, Jessica, to, like, <laughs> do whatever you want to do. Yeah. It's funny because I've had conversations with my in-laws. I've had conversations with my family. I've had conversations with friends. And at this point, you'd think I would have any clue what I want <laughs> to do. And I truly don't. And like my fiance is also kind of like, I don't care because of oh, course well. you know, he wants to do whatever I want to do. Right. Um, and like, part of me is like, I want to look because I don't know if any of my family is listening, but my family drama <laughs> is um, ripe for reality television. <laughs> it's probably more dramatic than most things you've seen. Maybe you on should television. pitch it. Hello, is anyone listening? Hello, if anyone's listening, um, uh. come check out the Lit family because we bring the drama there is so much drama get let and, a true love special <laughs> yeah I, I you know i so i'm very um anxious about uh planning a wedding in which i have to invite my entire family because there's bound to be explosive uh arguments confrontations you can be like and not invite your whole family and ask people to leave like ask your mom to leave the wedding because she uses the wrong bathroom <laughs> Well, actually, that's really good that you're talking about Kim and Croy, because when you said Vanessa Hudgens and who mm. she's marrying, do you recall that who she's marrying used to date Brielle? What? I'm pretty sure. Like, because, I mean, confession what? time, I did watch Don't Be Tardy for the Party when we I was have very to, bored. We have to confirm this. I'm looking this up right now. Like, what is his name? Like, Cole? Um, Tucker? Vanessa Hudge. I'm just going to say Vanessa Hudgens X. <laughs> No, not oh, Brielle's ex. You, you yeah. guys, this is what happens to me. I can't. Yes, Brielle used to date him. This y'all, the world is too small. It's too small. No, wait, wait. Maybe I'm wrong. Hold on, I'm confused. Be. He, ha- her fiance, has like long curly hair. No, who am I thinking about? She I was dating a baseball God. player, though. She you guys, was. we're gonna give Vanessa. And then I thought credit. it was like <laughs> dating Brielle Beerman. Oh God, no! Is she gonna go to Brielle Zolciak now? He went on to date someone else that was like, "Oh, that's weird." Um, <laughs> okay, but oh well, God, we're gonna let's... pray that all the Bravo Barbies out there. Mm. Also, big love to all of you guys who have been coming across all of our platforms and giving us so much love and cross promoting us. Like, it's really fun. Jessica and I are definitely, like, this is going to be a bonding moment for us, especially when she moves. So you'll definitely get, like, these Bravo Barbie episodes. And I think I'm not going to call them Bravo episodes. 
I think I'm just going to call them Bravo Barbie episodes. And it just means that Jessica and I are out, are out here talking shit. Right. <laughs> and I will. We review... might be talking about Bravo. Yeah, probably. Like we're going to segue into a Bravo celebrity of, 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 of old. Although Ooh. she is, a, she is um, rumored to be making an appearance on this season of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Speaking of Brielle Beerman. Ooh. Kim, yeah. Zoltiak Beerman and Croy Beerman are getting a divorce. Croy yeah, actually can't... was the one who filed first. <sighs> he is seeking full primary custody of the four biological children that they have together. And apparently, according to the records, he has produced financial evidence that is going to be quite damning to Kim. And I just think it's very, very convenient that this is all coming out in, amid all of their like foreclosure and that they owe all this money and American Express yeah. that they owe them $250,000. And y'all know Jessica's a lawyer, right? Mm-hmm. I am. I'm not super well versed in like marriage stuff because, you know, I do the intellectual property. But you know stuff. about people not paying their damn taxes. But I do know about people not paying their taxes. <laughs> and let me tell you, I was actually, I, you know, being the lawyer Barbie that I am, I looked up like the, the divorce petition and was like reading about it. And Croy is not just you. asking for like primary custody. He's asking for sole custody. Mm. so that's huge that's a big deal um, and that's a huge and let distinction me, because i don't really know the difference between primary i thought it was the same thing so what does that even mean so like primary custody okay so let me explain there are two different types of custody there's physical custody and there's legal custody physical mm. custody is, is like the the children are with you like physically mm-hmm. and legal custody is decision making mm. so like you know, what school are they going to go to? What kind of religion are they going to practice, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So he has asked for sole legal and sole physical custody of the children, whereas she's asked for primary custody and uh, primary legal and primary physical. Primary would be like, she's like the main parent, but um, he still has a right to make he, weigh in on decisions. And- like, oh, yeah, there would be a right to make decisions. There would be um he would he would probably see them a lot more they would share custody but she would have them the majority of the time whereas he's asking for like soul like he's in charge they're his which honestly watching because let's be honest jessica and i are don't be tardy for the party girlies like yeah people talked a lot of shit about that show but i watched it because one thing that i love and um this may be racially insensitive is when white people show out I just love watching white people white be people trash. Up. Like, I love watching a white person with a solo cup and a cigarette in their mouth. Like, yes. that brings family, me back home. The white family that I have, because, you know, I'm married to a white family and also just because my family. So I've been exposed. They do not appreciate that behavior. <laughs> no, my mother, like, her biggest thing in life is how much she hates rednecks and Kim and holding so, a solo cup ooh, would be considered that's a very redneck that's a that's a redneck I mean I'm sure that's probably like a, a faux pas to use that word anymore but I You're don't right, care you can say it. it's I, <laughs> and we're not using it to be derogatory we're no we're just stating a fact what that my mother hates them and why we actually watched and consumed the culture <laughs> so we were watching the show and what you can glean is that like Kim is not great with money no she's not even aware of money which all power to you sis i'm okay with that like i was talking just gonna have a pair of friends who are um they're an international couple one's from australia and one's from the netherlands and they have this very very interesting life and <laughs> they were talking to me at dinner last night and they're basically saying that one of them has no idea how much money that they have in their like savings has no idea like how much money comes in and out and they are both extremely successful people right so it's nothing to do with like oh well she's like Kim Zolciak is just like a bimbo wife. It's like, no, Kim Zolciak also was had earning potential. But there's one thing to not know, like how much is in the bank. And there's another thing to just be like, I'm going to spend, 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 spend. And that's what I was going to say. I'm like, even if that's the case, Kim, your husband should be like, okay, we can't afford to lose a quarter million dollars at a casino. Right. That's not something that I we know can actually all about casinos. Okay. okay. And let's elaborate because mm-hmm. Jessica's parents owned a company. Yes, they were, it's hard to explain to people who don't understand how casinos work, but essentially they worked for varying casinos and they would bring them what's known as qualified gamblers. And the casino would pay my parents for bringing qualified gamblers. And, and my parents were also really qualified good. gamblers. Right. 
these are people who are really like savvy they, they understand, and like big like, spenders form of gambling and they will put a thousand dollars down at the table like they Jessica will... and I would like work yeah like, help them <laughs> and people would be passing like shaking our hand and putting like hundred dollar bills in our hand at like 18 years old. <laughs> yeah these are like um like the high like you go to the high roller section in I think I saw like a picture of Kim in the high roller section high roller in section. a casino and like they were like oh she had a wad of hundreds and she was just putting hundreds I was like yeah she was probably playing that machine where the minimum bet is a hundred dollars and like granted Listen, if you win you seen... win big but damn and just gonna have seen I've seen people lose a lot the... of money then the sorrows of the game of gambling. And like, yeah. I just feel like if that's your spouse and you actually aren't even interested in gambling to just sit there and let her, I mean, that's your, that's all of your college savings. Like, and nowadays it's not even all of your kids college savings. That's like a year for you to right. put all four of those kids into school. Right. Oh my God. Yeah. And they're so all the in fact- private school, you know, like I just think about those little kids because listen, they can't help it that they're, they're, they're ratchet. That's just the, the, the environment that they were born into. Like, they can't help it. And they're super cute. Like, the little, what's the little problematic one? The little boy. He's so scary. Uh, is that one K- Cash? Kane. Kane? Oh, my KJ. God. KJ. No, it's KJ the one. K- oh, KJ, yeah. KJ's I mean, like they the were Tasmanian all devil. so funny, though. Um, <laughs> there, I remember also, like, one episode. I don't know why this is coming into my mind. But she was, like, talking about, like, buying, like, Louis Vuitton luggage. And they were buying, like, a new set of Louis Vuitton luggage. And I was, like, I was listening why? to a podcast the other day. And they were saying, like, why would you, ev- unless you are flying private, why would you ever buy Louis Vuitton luggage? Louis Vuitton luggage because it's going to get, like, beat around, thrown <laughs> around. Like, people, and also it's asking Whoa. people to steal from you. Like, and also, hello? Kim. You were a part of the housewives that like were immediate influencers. Right. Just get it for free. And like, it's the idea that she has to let the world know that she has the money to spend and let, don't get us wrong. I can understand like, did I, I bought my house for the same amount of money. I actually bought my house for like $60,000 less than Kim and Croy bought their house. So I understand putting money into your house to make it different because I, we have put money into this house and you can tell, but it would break my heart to know that we have invested all this time and energy into our home to make it this place that we want to live in, but we have to get out. But she couldn't afford it. That was the problem. It's like now they own a, they owe a million dollars in taxes. A million. A million dollars in taxes. That's not an oversight, you guys. Like it doesn't matter if you can afford to the down payment and like get the house. You have to be able to sustain that. Mm. And she clearly couldn't. I mean, she left the last time she was on Real Housewives of Atlanta. She ran away. Right. You know, like in the middle of filming, she expected "Don't Be Don't Be Tardy" to stay Last on forever. the air. It was canceled, and rightfully so. I mean, we hate watched it, but it was not like Ripping a great television. show. No, it was. Boring. And honestly, we were watching it to make fun of them. Honestly, yeah, yeah, we were not laughing with them. We were definitely laughing at them. It's and just, this is what happens when you have like the Larsa mentality, and I think that's what happened with Kim. Except Larsa has Scotty Pippen alimony backing her up and investments in her own business. Like, she also has know, OnlyFans. Also has OnlyFans, like Kim. I mean, Kim. They started that like cult, didn't they? Start some sort of like wellness online. Well, they cult? started her her skincare line. No, but they they did that. But they also started some like box that you could buy. I don't know. There was like something about like a, a church or a she was trying to get a, or something. She was trying to catch a loss. So that she could, I was I like, Kim is a scam queen, but she's bad at scamming. Like that's, that's you thing. have she's to be not... smart to scam and to get away with it. Even Elizabeth yeah. Holmes is in prison, y'all. Like for Literally. me, when I see that, I'm just like, it's much easier to just work hard. It's much easier for Kim to just be like, okay, I'm going to go be through Celebrity Big Brother for six weeks. Oh, I'm going to go do this for like, and that's my thing. I'm like, you can't make it through Housewives. Right. Girl. Though I heard that she's in talks for Ultimate Girls Trip now. And I was like, of course she is. Of course she, she has is. to. We, I can guarantee like, you. I don't care. I don't want to see it. Okay. Not now. Honestly, <laughs> I don't. I really don't. No. She got caught up in that Larsa Pippen mentality of like, oh, I know the Kardashians now and I'm in this world. And it's like, those girls aren't going to get you a job though. No, just because they, you can get a comment from Khloe Kardashian, is she going to give you a stake in Good American? No, she's not. Shut up. No. And, and guess what? I'm sure that they love you. I'm sure that they enjoy you. They think you're lovely. Like, oh yes, let's invite Kim to the, to the baby shower. But we're not paying Kim's back taxes. No. Like, sis, 
So we're just going to pray for them. Like gonna- I'm praying for the kids. I'm praying for Croy, honestly. Croy, um, I feel like Croy is about I, to I learn mean, her habit. I loved Croy. I think that's probably why I watched the show. It's because I loved Croy. I never really liked yeah. Kim. But- well, he was the, he's the same age as us and like, He's precious. I root for an age difference romance. Like I root for that. Like I really wanted them to work. Like I really felt like, and I honestly don't think that they are getting divorced because they aren't in love. I think it's just too much of a financial, there's too many financial implications involved and it's better for them to separate. I hope that that's the case and that there's still love between them, but that whole like soul custody but then he's saying my ring leads me to believe like menace. something, apparently that's been his profile for years. Like he has not made any changes. That was all like a myth. I read that somewhere. Shout out to Bravo and Cocktails giving mm. us the tea. But um, yeah, I, it's just so sad. It is sad to see it because I feel bad for those kids. I don't feel bad for Brielle or Ariana, but I feel bad for the other kids. Ariana who put her mugshot. Oh on Lord. Cake. Which like, Zell was talking to me about this in my Atlanta recap. Hmm which we're going to be doing every week, every Monday. We'll have a recap, you guys. There, Brielle actually lost one of her friends in high school mm. because of drunk driving. Yeah. And then Ariana gets pulled over for a DUI mm-hmm. and they celebrate it. It seems bizarre. Like, y'all. Like, you need consequences for your actions. I don't know, so you can learn. But, but that's just the kind of forbid. world that these people live in. And like, they remind me of like good old boys people. Ugh. They really what do. do you like, get me started on the good old boys. We're going to go down a rabbit oh hole. God. We're going to go the Murdoch, Murdoch podcast, you guys, because you'll learn yeah. all about good old boys. You know what? It. You know, there, there are good old boys who can actually be good people. And when I think about those people, I think about Honey Boo Boo, Mama June. <laughs> you think about Mama June? <laughs> Mama June got lost along the way, y'all. She was in the headlines this week saying that she really regrets spending $1 million on cocaine. Oh. And I said, sweetie, I regret you spending $1 million on cocaine. Lord. Y'all, listen, I'm a party girl. I love life. I think you should experiment and live life. Why would she tell people that? Have an informed opinion. But one thing I can tell you that you don't need to do, especially right now in these days and ages, is cocaine. cocaine. Just don't need to do it. Don't do it. Because it's dangerous. It's scary out there. My dad always told me if it, or was it my dad or was it your mom? I literally can't remember who was (laughs) like, if it doesn't grow from the ground naturally. Oh, that was my mom. You don't ever need to try it. She was like, I grew up, I was like a teenager. But my mom did try everything though. (laughs) Right. Even if it didn't grow from the ground, but she's speaking from, you know, an Mm -hmm. informed place, which we appreciate. She's like, you really don't need to do that. Like you just, no, I mean, we recently had uh, an overdose of a gentleman in our town because of cocaine. And that was a horrifying, devastating You guys actually might know who he is. He was Christian Siriano's muse. Um, you can actually scroll back on his Instagram and see like a lot. He, it actually touched a lot of people just like, it was really sad out there. Um, one of Jessica and I's friends, Isaac Alpito, you guys might know from Torched. Um, he was absolutely devastated by it. I just feel like there are things in this world that you can take advantage of for fun that will literally not kill you. Right. You may not have a great reaction to it. You may have a bad trip, but like, why not do that with something that's not going to kill you or as opposed to do that with something that could also freak you out and end your life? Yeah. And like, I mean, and also like, if you're going to do it, I mean, cause we're, you know, we can sit here and talk to her blue in the face and telling right. people not to do it. If you're going to do it. Like, just be smart about it. Get like the test strips. They put, do you all can of buy that. On Amazon, y'all. Like, you know, have Narcan available, like have all that stuff because listen, you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to begrudge you for wanting to have a good time. Just just be safe, y'all. And also, if you are spending a million dollars on cocaine, like, don't be out here telling people that. Yeah, girl, because what? your kids, like, didn't go to college. And, like, I don't want to say that was just their choice. Like, you, you had one of those rags to riches stories where you went from, like, dead broke to being in a situation where you could be really. Marrying a, a child molester. You do yeah, recall that. that. Oh my God. This is why we have the lawyer involved because she's like, well, I remember back in the day in the courts. <laughs> well, she like married a child molester. And I oh, think that's he, like, when Tom... her daughter. <sighs> yeah. Like the oldest daughter, the oldest daughter was like, very, yeah. And then I think that's why Honey Boo Boo moved in with, with Pumpkin. Pumpkin. Because like, if she... y'all don't know about Honey Boo Boo, 
I am for you. That's 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 a TBT reality moment because I was all up in the toddlers and tears. Like all I I was a toddler. I was eating wood one year for Halloween. Like I fucking literally stan toddlers and tears. It was incredibly <laughs> problematic, incredibly horrible to watch but i could not take my it also was more of a documentary approach than the reality tv shows that we watch now for sure for sure but so it now, felt less oof. problematic to be a consumer of it because now but that was like, until that was until honey boo boo got her sp- spin-off because then oh, right. that was like a real reality show and that's when shit just hit the fan you know for that family we're just gonna pray for them because mm. yeah like i was like just saying we honey boo boo's tv show was a spin-off from Toddlers and Tiaras, where we saw a lot of problematic, like Oof. really like tiger mom, show mom, like behavior that was really scary. And, and just um, like, God, yeah, it was really God, scary. And- those kids just being like so hypersexualized at like a baby, Babies. it's just terrifying. Two years old. I, I and, actually um, recently saw an interview. I don't know why this came up in my scrolling, but it was like an interview with Eden Wood's mom saying that she like regretted putting her daughter through all that. And I was like, good. I mean, of like, course, I'm glad that you have hindsight, but hindsight is 2020. <laughs> yeah, it already happened. Like <laughs> it already happened. There's a reason why a lot of these people who go through this child stardom, I think are like, there's been some of this is a really natural segue. When I was like reading this, I was like, what is this, honey? What is this? Like, let me just understand what it is. Jessica's looking at me so crazy in the Zoom because I'm trying to fix my curtains because I need to, I have like deliveries coming, you guys. So I need to be able to see if someone drives by. I can't look behind myself. So I'm like rolling this curtain. So Jessica can be like, uh, I think someone's- Oh, 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 okay. So that's my job to, <laughs> to keep a, a lookout. Okay, gotcha. Um, so um, a natural segue from this like problematic, wait, wait now, I've, now I'm totally confused. This happens to me. Jessica's here. We're talking about uh, Eden. Yes. <laughs> Britney Spears, you guys, has been in the press this week. And oh. first, it was about this book. Apparently, she has a memoir. A memoir? And there's been... Um, Simon & Schuster is not able to actually get it out because there's been all of this, like, legal shit surrounding it. Like, there's been people's lawyers contacting them with, like, gag orders. Like, you can't this out because, like, Britney uh, is about so- to drop the tea. <laughs> okay so basically they're worried about like defamation suits right so okay. i just want you guys to know when this book comes out i'll be the first person to buy it it will be more intense i will read that than like not all oh, diamonds yeah. and rose um i think the trend that i'm trying to the parallel that i'm trying to draw here is that the amanda Bynes of it all the Lindsay lohan of it all we are so mm. happy for Lindsay lohan in her like redemption era mm. but a lot of Seriously. these people who experience this like success at a young age and this like hypersexualized, like hyper important like childhood like surrounded around them and like what they can perform and like how they can make people feel i think it really affects these kids and like well yeah it's evident yeah look at what happened with drake bell recently Child, look at, his wife is i mean all those course. nickelodeon stars you know it's jeanette true. mccurdy and her book that just came out it's you know, yeah. it's it's a it's amazing when you see a child star thrive. Right. <laughs> like I always like Zendaya. Look at, oh yeah, like Zendaya. Or if I look at uh, Hillary Duff, you know, yeah. like somehow they came out of all that unscathed. And I don't. I think that's a testament to like their parents, the yeah. people they had around them. I think but it's Lord, definitely the parents. When I was growing up, I wanted to be a child star so bad. I wanted to be on Disney Channel. I wanted to be on Nickelodeon. I wanted to be but them. You didn't and I be... am so glad right. that I did right not. <laughs> I did you not. Wanna... Can you imagine having access? Because I'll never forget. I'm not going to say this person's name. Mm. Um, but when I was in college, I took a few months out and went to LA and did this program out there. And like we lived in um, Oakwood. There's a documentary about it. Um, they, this is a, an apartment complex that's right across from like WB lot in Burbank. And a lot of the Nickelodeon child actors and their parents who like have moved to LA, Ooh. they live in this apartment complex because it's fully furnished. They've got kitchens. It's like, it's expensive as hell, but I can imagine if my daughter was 
the lead of a Nickelodeon Disney show, be like, oh, whatever, paying two grand, three grand a month. Like, yeah, whatever. It's all furnished. We've got a garage, there's a gate. So I'm just going to say this. Me as a 19 year old person would see these children ripping bongs and like chugging. And the parents know what's going on, but what the hell are you going to say when your kid is paying the rent? Yeah, that's. And they're giving you an allowance. It shifts the dynamics. It shifts the power dynamics. It's. mm, I'm telling you right now, I don't care who you are. I'm not spending that money. I have a job. Your money is going into a savings account. And I think that's a lot of the issue that happens in these, these parent dynamics is that these people, and I'm looking at you, Jamie and Jamie Lynn, not Jamie Lynn. What is it? Jamie and Lynn. It's Jamie and Lynn. And then there's Jamie Jamie. Lynn because, (laughs) oh Lord, that's. I'm looking at you, Jamie and Lynn, because y'all, you fuck, you guys fucked that up. You fumbled the bag so badly. Britney Spears. It's like, I see the Michael Jackson of it all. Like, her How? mind is just not operating at the level that it can be because she was so stunted by being. She was never Britney. given an opportunity to grow up. You know, yeah. she was held captive by her family for 13 Oof. years. And like, it's what's really so sad. sad about all that is like, that was intended to help her. But none of, you know, like, if that was the intention, like, why looking at, who she is now and like all the things that she has gone through and like talked about like why did no one in those 13 right. years being like okay well she's supposed to be like getting help but she does not appear as if she is getting help. because then they get to stay in their positions of power that they have gotten oh, yeah because she does not have autonomy and control of her life and yeah, when you I have mean, a child star who's becoming sick. an adult it's like i can see why those parents didn't want to let go of the reins because your commission's going to go down she's probably going to hire someone else i'm going to have my dog shaking She's probably going to hire someone else to do certain things. Yeah. I just Uh, like, I can't imagine having parents that would be that low down and disgusting. I'm also grateful for parents that were like, you need to go to college and then you can be an actress. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. Speaking of people who are actresses, I was, (laughs) I was listening to the reality is podcast and she, she had her brother on. Wow. Um, and they did an entire episode about the coronation. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> and I was watching Camilla, Camilla Queen Camilla. Which queen is, Consort, but she oh, is going queen by consort. Queen. They were like, she's Queen Consort, but you can just call her Queen. I was That's like, some what the fuck? Considering the actual last queen we had's husband could not be called king even though he was actually from royal blood, which we don't care, you guys. We don't. I don't care. But like, it's it's but, the it's, it's the principle of the thing you know i mean this she is bitch. acting though because she looks like there was they were sitting in the carriage and they are like having a nasty little exchange which is gonna like <laughs> to our next segue um which i was like what is this honey and then as soon as the carriage doors open it's like i'm queen hello <laughs> hello my subjects um you are all beneath me you're all beneath me <laughs> Are you allowed to be? And then I'm thinking, are you even allowed to be up here? Is this allowed? I just don't even understand why we had to have a coronation. No one gives a shit. I don't care about Charles. Charles. No one cares. By hook or by motherfucking crook was going to get his coronation. This is this this whole moment. Him and his chubby little fingers. I can't. Which like Ooh. keep them in your prayers, guys, because it might be it might be a big health issue. There's some doctors on the TikTok who've been like, it really? could be salt, it could be like water retention, or it could be cancer. <laughs> oh, ooh. I don't I don't mean to speak ill of the ill, but uh yeah, I'm sorry, those fingers are terrifying. Yeah, um, those, those fingers are fucking scary. <laughs> but really fingers. the 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 thing that about the coronation that killed me the most was Katy Perry. So yeah. well, that girl. should let you know what a state that they're in everyone turned him down everyone was like why did scary why did he choose katie perry i'm like he asked every single british artist to ever make a top 100 song and they all said they no. all said no they all said no every single one katie perry of course thirsty thirsty perry thirsty and guess what? Hell. listen i i applaud her for keeping the career going she said you don't want to hear me sing well i'll go on american idol and talk <laughs> yeah, said, you don't want to hear me sing Imagine Charles wants to hear me sing. Auditioning for American Idol and like Katy Perry says you're not good enough. Like, 
<laughs> I would be me. like, okay, girl. All but right. also, even the other one, I'd be like, who are you? The only well, person I don't know who knows is Lionel Richie. Y'all can at least bring JLo back. Who was the other one? There's another one. A man. Is it some? It's a country singer, isn't it? He's a man. He's a tall man. He's handsome. And right. he has a draw, so he might be from the South. But they need to bring J-Lo back if they really want people to care. Because, you know, I'm never going to care. Guys, speaking of, let's let's compare J-Lo acting and Camilla acting. So, J-Lo, Affleck and J-Lo have been having some spicy moments. They have. I actually was reading about that this morning. But, hmm, I've, my the theory is, is that <laughs> the lip readers, I did read that, <laughs> but like that they were just like playing around. But my thing is, is they, they're both been in the public eye for right. ever. And like, not just like in the public eye, but they're like movie stars. Like right. she is an international superstar. Yeah. He is a bona fide movie star. Like they've done this for a long time. Like, I don't think that they would like, I don't know, like I actively think have a fight knowing that the right. paparazzi are there. They're not going to do that. And also, like, they're passionate people. Like, I'm sure people see Will and I having a discussion about, like, changing the locks. And they're like, wow, right. that doesn't look good. <laughs> and it's just because, like, I am extremely passionate and Will is also. And I feel like when you have two alphas like J-Lo and Ben, it's like, well, no, 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 I'm going to get my point across. No, no, but I'm getting my point across. Did you know that they're both um, Leos? Oh, I did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why. I mean, I'm a Leo. I get it. Um, I think Ben Affleck's birthday is actually like the day before mine. But oh, wow. uh, yeah, they're both Leo. So like they're going to be heated. They're going to, if they're Affleck feeling something, they're like going to show more. it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Sure. I mean, he does. Well, they both have He's different, the they're both different types of Leos, what I would say. Like she is like that. Like I'm the center of attention, like all eyes on me. I'm gorgeous. I'm amazing. And he is like the. <laughs> I'm also gorgeous, um, amazing, but like, I'm going to let you figure that out later. Yeah. Like, everyone's going to look at me, but I'm not going to make it happen. You know right. what I mean? Like, and I'm the not going to. The thing gonna... about Ben Affleck is that, like, he's like the hottest normal person. <laughs> he. Apart looked... from the back tattoo. Apart from the back tattoo. I'm kind of into the back ter- tattoo. Oh, God. I think you're the only person. Like, when he was in Gone Girl. And everyone was like freaking out about his wiener showing. And I was like, girl, it was like half a second wiener. Um, it did look, you know. Like people hated on him in that movie. And I thought he was great. But I think me. people just hate him. <laughs> they really do. And you know. I get it though. Like he's, he's kind of. He's, he's, a, he's, he's, a, he's been kind know, of annoying. He's a white dude from Boston. Like, what do you expect? Here's the thing. I would like, would, I used to ride hard for Ben. Um, and then his PBS special thing happened. So do you know about this? No. So they were doing this thing on PBS where they were taking celebrities and they were going through their bloodline and like ancestry. Oh, yeah, I remember that show. A lot of it was for like people of color who have no like way to trace their, like they are descendants of slaves and they have no idea. Um, And then they had people like Ben Affleck who were like, well, I come from poor people. Like we can look into my history. I'm sure it'll be like some cool story. And they found out that he descends from slave owners Oh. And he freaked the fuck out. He pitched a motherfucking bitch fit. As like he didn't want this to be aired. No, and they did. He had it pulled. <gasps> you should you should Google it. Now, all my listeners, you guys should Google it. This I was the moment that. that I was like, "Oh, Ben, you Ben, are, you just are, you own suck. it. It's Here's not like you're a slave owner." But my thing is like, f- "Hello, white people in America." Um, I have a little bit of news for you guys. <laughs> you, if you. If you your, can trace your, your, history your history back. Your history is just not that clean. I'm sorry. No. It's just not. And like, we're not mad at you about it today, but like, you can't pretend like these things aren't, haven't happened, especially if you're getting confirmation. Right. Because my, for instance, my fiance, they can trace their family back to like wherever European place. Right. Of like farmers and settlers, etc. Because my father's family from where they are he has a history you know my mother no idea we're from charlotte we came from slaves we have 40 acres that my my grandmother's siblings yeah sell. so it's like very different the fact that he's like i don't want anyone to see this i can't no one can know this it's like no why don't you just make awareness of it and be like hey guess what i'm not a piece of shit racist i've never lived this way and it's in my bloodline my family yeah like, we have it's not hereditary like we can learn to be better 
Right. And also it's possible that you come from a family that is no longer like that. Right. But we have to be able to acknowledge that that's our country. It's, it's what we're based on. And that's why we can never get past it. And that's the reason why people are always like, well, why can't we just get over it? Because you guys, a lot of you guys can't admit it. <laughs> so the fact that like, wow. that's my, and that's literally my only thing with Ben. Like, I really do feel like he's one of the like celebrities who like really understands PR and like wow, survived scandal. Oh, no, no. It's disappointing. That is um, so disappointing. Cause like really my only qualm with him up until this was that he cheated on Jennifer Garner. Right. And while I, while we do have a friend who is a Jennifer Garner stand to the point where it's terrifying, like I like her, you know, watch right. her new show. I think she's talented. She's quite good, but, and she, he definitely did her dirty. He definitely did yes. her dirty. And also with um, the nanny. And, I'm a movie ooh, star. Yeah, that's gross. But At you least, know, he was also yeah. going through like his, yeah. his like substance abuse issues. So like, I was willing to like look past that because, you know, I'm a JLo stand for life. Like I've been obsessed with her from day one. I owned every single CD growing up. Like I was obsessed. And so yeah. I just want to see my girl, <laughs> literally, I just want to see my girl happy. So I was yeah. so happy that she's happy that she's not with A-Rod anymore. And when your you mother know. is saying like, I've been waiting for 20 years for you guys to get back together. Yeah, but know. like, damn, damn Ben Affleck. Listen, listen. And I we're thought not it was Matt Damon him. that it's we were supposed to hate. <laughs> Here's the thing. I will Because I don't fuck him. with Matt Damon. Yeah, we don't fuck with Matt. We do not no. fuck, we do with not fuck with Mr. that man. Ripley. No. We don't fuck with Mr. Ripley. I should have known. I should have <laughs> known when I saw the talented Mr. Ripley and he beat Jude Law with that damn oar. I was like, there's mm-hmm. something in his eyes. He is sinister. This yeah, is not sinister. an acting. Okay. I feel like Ben, we're disappointed in him. We don't hate him. We don't want to cancel him. We just wish that he would have handled that situation better because right. it's very obvious that Ben Affleck does not subscribe to like white supremacist ideals. We have seen no tweets. We have seen... J-Lo right. was the one saying the N-word in the songs and doing shit like that, which right. I got permission from. Let's be honest, she was singing this on Ja Rule. And I lived uptown yeah. in New York. Eventually, I gave up. I was like, oh, this is what goes on up here. Like, yeah, it's, I'm mad yeah. at you. I'm disappointed. But guess what? We still love J-Lo. I right. want Ben to address it. I, I like want him to be a guest on Z-Way show. Oh, I would love to see that. Um, unfortunately, show. Showtime, you know, out here playing us. Showtime. Well, listen. I don't know what you did think you see that Z-Way I mean we're not talking about Bravo today but Z-Way like just posted that she wants Raquel to come on the show oh, like she Raquel, tagged her Raquel would be Alex Mack and dissolve and into a bubble I immediately would, <laughs> I would I would I would pay good money to see that I'd be like can I be in the live audience like I yeah. need to see this we need to make this happen I would, I would yeah. love to see like a Z-Way um sort of interview but you know these these, these networks be playing and let me uh, let's ask the lawyer you guys let's just check let's okay let's Esquire. see so 50 Cent has <laughs> been making some claims about power. So I don't know if you mm. guys have heard um, all around, but there is a strike. There's a writer strike going on right now, and it is affecting, um, you guys probably don't care at all right now, but in six months to a year, you will very much so care because your favorite shows ain't going to be coming back. Yeah, if you're old enough to remember the last writer strike, like that went on for a long time. And, 160 I mean, days, I want to say. We had a lot less content then, and we were still struggling during yeah, that time. And now, now it's going to be I mean, rough. SNL's already stopped production. You guys have seen that. Pete Davidson's episode was pulled. Um, we're definitely going to see more stuff like that. But so 50 Cent, Cottis Jackson, has been getting a lot of um, fan feedback about, like, we love the show. It's amazing. Like, we want to see more of it. Can you, like, bring it back faster? Why do you guys take breaks? Because if you guys don't know, Power is like a four series function. There's like BMF, there's Power, there's um, the two that I don't know. Sorry, guys, I don't, I'm not like a huge fan. Um, I've always wanted not to because start it, but I'm overwhelmed. Me. I'm so, there's so many of them. I don't even know where to begin. I just also don't really love 50 Cent that much. Like I'm just not a huge fan of his. I think that's probably why I never got into it. I have heard that it is amazing. So yeah. I should write those wrongs and start from scratch, um, especially when we don't have anything to watch on television. Right. But his response was, well, you know, stars be out here bullshitting. And now that we have the writer strike, like, I don't know when we're going to have stuff. So I think what's the, been um, decided now is that all scripts that have been turned in mm. are able to be produced and used. Mm. But there are no writer's rooms. We can't do any editing. Like, you have to have, like, the script should be totally finished, which I'm like, ooh. That's a problem. I mean, someone problem. who's been on set and, like, they're changing it 
literally as you're in acting. the moment like you can't because the writers know. aren't good well also like I mean, it's different. I'm not going to get on a whole high horse and explain the difference between theater and and, and like film maybe and television. you should do it in 90 seconds. Okay, so like in film and television, screenwriters are employees, right? So they're a member of a union, the Writers Guild, and so that means that they can collectively bargain on their own behalf, and that gives them the ability to strike if they're not getting appropriate terms mm. from the studios. Whereas in theater, they're independent contractors, they're not employees, they own their own intellectual property. And so they don't have the ability to collectively bargain on their behalf, they cannot strike. And um, I don't even know where I was going with this, but that made me think about it. <laughs> some knowledge but, for your ears, bitches. You got some do knowledge for your ears, but- no, But it's the reason why we're, um, I don't like such an old day. I'm like, you can hear everything that's going on on my computer. And I think it just keeps us raw and real. <laughs> 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 you are listening to this for free anyway. So we love you for that. Um, I think the reason that Jessica was giving us that background information is because it gives you insight as to like why the strike is happening, why um, Curtis is having these issues. But I've heard from oh, about stars. You know, I like, remember. I remember now. So the problem is, is that writers can't now be if they're striking. If even if if a script is completed, they can't be on set when right. the show is being filmed to like see how things are going. And now that generally doesn't matter because like I said, their employees, they sell their intellectual property to the studios. And so they don't have control over the things. Whereas in theater, like you want the playwright in the room because yeah. they have control over what happens. But even if, even if studios are moving forward with scripts that are complete to not have a writer in the room or like the showrunner who is right. one of the writers in the room. Which doesn't always happen like- Is a problem. My only experience <laughs> as an actor where I'm not there for one second, <laughs> it's very recent that that's happened to me. The writer was also one of the showrunners. Right. That is not common. Like if, you're, if your TV show isn't based off of like a novel or a play that's now becoming a movie, like you really don't have the- the um the flexibility to or not even the flexibility you don't have like the rigidity like it's not it's not good to just be rigid and looking at these scripts i mean i want to say there's a scene from the movie changeling lol starring angelina jolie what <laughs> where she okay is like she's she's saying the text that's written but it's like she mixes up a few lines because it better to her in the moment mm. and she was nominated for an oscar you guys like won like a bunch of awards for this stuff so i just can't imagine and, and a writer the writer had to say yes that is okay well that is a rewrite right so to think about this stuff it's very interesting um and so curtis has been like having complaint with stars they had issues with um p valley as well so like i don't know if it's just a stars thing but um a lot of this well is it stuff, just that they're not renewing the stuff or is it they're not hiring writers is they it because renew. if powers renewed they just haven't like put production they only film one show at a time i think this thing is and that's not that's not the vibe y'all if y'all have four shows you should be filming something always and then you're giving one of the shows their like eight weeks to 16 right. weeks off out of the season right right that would make sense and that would also make you more money because let's be honest stars Without power, that network is going down. Listen, we loved the Spanish princess. <laughs> I watched, you know, we the White P Queen. Valley. We love the White Queen. But we, like many people who watch Dopey Tardy, it's not a lot of us. <laughs> no, I mean, I can count on uh, one hand how many people watched or has heard of the Serpent Queen. And that's you, me, and our other friend. <laughs> and if you guys, if any of you guys know what the Serpent Queen is, come into our, DMs our comment and tell section. Us and just leave an emoji of a snake. Jessica yeah. and I are gonna post on Bravo Barbies our favorite photo of ourselves to promote mm. this when you guys can get this um, podcast. So like, you know, just keep your eyes open because a lot of this stuff has really had a say in like, what is this, honey? And yeah, when it comes to the writer strike, I'm like, to the studio producers, I'm like, what is this? Why are you guys doing this? I just, you know, I was talking about this the other day and I just don't, it's a it's a scary place to be because there is so much content out there, right? Yes. And my fear of what's going to happen is that they are eventually going to have to bend to the demands 
of, yeah. of the writers in some way, shape or form. It's, you know, in any negotiation, a lawyer will tell you no side is going to come in happy. Yeah. That means that this negotiation was successful, but ultimately CEOs are never going to want to lose their bag. Right. Mm -hmm. And so what are they going to do in order to make sure they're still bringing in the income? They're going to cut content. So mm -hmm. even once it's negotiated, we're going to have, I feel like there's going to be a diminishment of, of content coming out. Mm -hmm. And while in some ways we could say, oh, that's good. There's so much I'm overwhelmed. It's also not good no, because not. we're in this like beautiful time right now where we're getting so much art and especially in the film and well, television space television specifically is, right is where we're getting like the new and original ideas, like where we're seeing stuff that we haven't seen before. Whereas like, you know, films, we're seeing a lot of the same shit we've been seeing, like right. the million Fast and Furious is, <laughs> even though I fucking love them. Um, right. We're like, we're still we've seen them all. Them. <laughs> we, we, we're still going to go see them, but it's not like groundbreaking material. Television is where we're seeing like new stories, new voices being represented. And I fear that the CEOs are going to be like, well, we'll give you more money, but we're going to produce less. Yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. Um, and I think the girlies are like, whatever, because also like these implications will not affect certain sorts of television, like reality TV, they don't no. have writers. So like Summer House is gonna get their next season, like it's gonna be fine. But I think when you guys start to think about the fact that like a lot of us watch reality TV all day, all night, but then we have to take a break and watch it last Yeah, night. I have to take, I have to take like mental health breaks and, and be like, okay, I need scripted content. I need something intelligent yeah. to watch so we're just asking these like people because also the first day of the strike they lost the amount of money that they could have given right it makes no sense they're just it's they're just, just assholes it's such a, a commentary on the way that our society operates and how capitalism works and how like really like you guys it doesn't really work that well no i mean we're in late stage capitalism it's been proven that it yeah. basically can't it just, it just doesn't really work that well. Um, and you know what I hope though, unlike our capitalistic society works well, hmm. I really hope that Chriselle Stouse and her new spouse, oh my God. G Flip, which girl, that girl, yo, what? person, what the hell? What is this, honey? G Flip, what does that even stand for? I don't know, but I don't really care. I'm happy for Chriselle, but I'm like, I'm not going to lie, the song that um, G Flip put out, like whatever it's called, something, I'll Be Your Man, it's actually really good. I thought it was so cute. Are we allowed to call them U-Haul lesbians if G Flip is not like, does not identify as like a woman? Because um, six months of dating, what, no, a, a year of dating, married. A year of dating, married. But like also, like, I don't know, I feel like it makes sense given like where Chriselle was at in her, in her life. life. Like she was looking for a nesting phase and everyone was like oh well you wanted to have a baby and now you're dating a a you know a person that was a woman at one point or identified like, as a woman guys, at one point i'm like she can still have a baby you can still have a baby <laughs> let's put a little bit of awareness out there leave michelle like, alone <laughs> also like let's put a little bit of awareness out there we talked about this a little bit when we were talking about summer house i want to say mm. it was jessica and i with the whole like Amanda thing, even if you aren't able to physically carry a child, you guys, we have to stop making people feel small because they can't do like things that really like, and I'm gonna, that are heteronormative. Yes. Like if you are not living up to this like heteronormative life then somehow you can't have a, a fulfilling and satisfactory life, like it's that weird. makes no fucking sense to me. I'm like, listen, I, was never like a huge Chriselle fan. I'm gonna just like put that out there no, right no, no, now. Like I was a Christine girl. I still am a Christine girl. That's my. I'm not a Christine lady. girl, but I'm not a Christine um, girl. Either. But like, I'm like when... a Lisa girl. <laughs> of course you are, because you watch her show on HGTV. You just can't help yourself. I just love the like ditzy, like oh my god. Of course you do. Of course you do. And I love the villain. I always love the villain. Yeah, this but, is how we roll. <laughs> but Chriselle, I mean, I actually like her a lot more now. Than I did, but like ever since that she's come out in this relationship with G Flip. Well, she's more authentic, I think, because yes. she, and here's the thing Jessica and I have, I, and I'm sure a lot of you have been in relationships in your past that you're like, mm, if I had to do that again, I probably wouldn't. Right. Um, so I think what we were really seeing was Chriselle being a performative version of herself. Right. 
I'm beautiful. I was an actress. Now I'm a realtor. I'm married to this really successful guy. He's having his moment. Now I'm going to have mine as opposed to being her true authentic self. I don't really think, I think Rochelle is one of those women who really is finding out who she is, right? what she thinks, um, because, you know, and I think that that happens, it's possible, it's a potential for all of us who are in relationships for a long time to lose that independence, to lose that autonomy, because you should be making decisions together. You should be working as a team, absolutely. And she went from a marriage to being a single girl all in front of our faces. Yeah, and, so, and then to dating, you know. A non-binary, non, a gender non-conforming No, person. before that, like a leprechaun, you know. Oh my God. Up in Y'all, not me being like, yes, and the public had to understand, like, now she's dating someone totally different. And Jessica's like, yeah, she was dating someone who wasn't human. <laughs> Wait, mean, are leprechauns human? Um, <laughs> jolly good fellow. I think they're just like mythical beings that look like humans, but I will you know, never forget money. the look on <laughs> my face when I saw them for the first time on the show because I, oh, they weren't God. like famous before. And I remember no. being like, oh, wait, these are the Oppenheim boys. These are the brothers. I was like, how did, how? Oh, what? and they're always dating like these tall Hottest models. people I've ever seen. And like, I get it. No, trust me. I get it because I have a thing for bald heads. No, but and, like. And like, I don't like short guys either. But if you could stand on your wallet and meet me eye to eye and have a bald head and not be a complete idiot but he, they are about, they talking, are complete idiots they are fucking <laughs> assholes like they are womanizing no, assholes they're, definitely womanizers. they're disgusting they're yeah. disgusting but i feel like when i think about straight women and like the options that you guys have <laughs> so there's not many. even queer there's women not. who date straight men i just feel like the bar is very low yeah the bar is in hell yeah the bar is absolutely in hell so i feel like when i see them i'm like okay well guess what they don't say like the worst things. I mean, they definitely date a specific type of woman for the aesthetic. And I'm like, well, you wonder why you're not going to settle down because you don't like her and she doesn't like you. No. She wants you to buy her a car probably. Yeah. She um, wants which you I to respect buy her this $50 million house that you haven't been able to sell. Like that's which what I she respect. Wants. I respect the, um, the barter. I like the hustle. Yeah. I, so I, I, say, I don't disrespect the ladies that date them. I get yeah. it. But... Yeah. And I don't respect, and I, I don't disrespect, LOL. I don't feel some type of way about them, like, having the coping mechanism girlfriend or, like, being, like, I can understand why these Napoleon men are, like, I really need to have, like, the hottest woman in a thousand mile radius. Yeah, because having <laughs> millions and millions of dollars just isn't enough to feed my ego. It's not no, enough. And not in LA, because that's the thing. It's, like, you lived in New York City for so many years. You know, there's so many rich people yeah i want to say like in new york city one in every 10 people is a millionaire you guys yeah i mean you kind of have, <laughs> have to, to be, be. <laughs> um true touche so i feel like the, even the money thing and like out in la i mean i remember when i was like trying to be an la girl i went to um a house party at god rest his soul ed lamato's house who was an agent used to be an agent and just i'm a little poor girl from north carolina okay and I had been exposed to like more upper class environments, like because I was a person who did theater. And like a lot of people who do theater, like, you know, come from, you know, autistic, well to do families, you know, including, you know, my dear girl right here. So suddenly like, I was just like this like, like toothless hobo who like had never seen like a nice <laughs> plate of China. You right. know what I mean? Like I had been exposed to nice things, but there's a different like the people that they're selling these homes to on selling sunset. it's a different level it's something we would honestly i mean i hope to comprehend one day but we don't even we need don't, to we don't get it and would be happy and i feel like those are the kind of people who that bothers them like they yeah. are comfortable being people who have a net worth of like 20 million like he wants a net worth of 500 million dollars yeah he wants to be he's, he wants to be a billionaire he's trying to be jeff bezos as evidenced by the way that they look <laughs> I am sick. <laughs> like, I am uh, sick of you. I think they're cosplaying as Jeff Bezos. Maybe they have like opened some like allegedly, allegedly they may have opened some bank accounts. DBA, Jeff Bezos. DBA. Okay, you I know, don't know. It, it might be like the forge accounts over at the Murdoch. Oh, oh if you again, know, you know. 
If you know, you know. I would love to have a cry. I need to put that like in my notes, like mention <laughs> <our dog> runners. <laughs> just like, let's just keep mentioning it. And then maybe Mandy will come and maybe. talk to us. I'm hoping that I can become like moderately famous this year and <laughs> I can convince my like press people to get me like, as a guest on the Murdoch Brothers. Also, Stop. Jessica and I want to be guest on Model Citizen Podcast, Hunter and Michaela. We, we do. Please. I listened to them today. I, you know, I stand. You guys I, are sisters and so are we. <laughs> we are. And yes. I'm Michaela and, and he's Hunter. So. Ab- Absolutely. And you guys, if you don't listen to Model Citizen, mm. we recommend it. It's a great podcast, especially, you know, if you're a plus size girly yes. and you need some motivation to go out there and be your hottest self, like, please listen to them. We will give them all their flowers. They're even non size plus girlies, like, they're funny. Non size plus girlies, my brain. <laughs> um, you guys, they're, they will really challenge you to understand, like, the way that you you beauty standards because like yes. me as a black person in america i understand that like no, no 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 there are beauty standards they impact the white girls intensely that's why they all want to be anorexic like mm-hmm. or they don't want to be anorexic that's why they be, they, they, they think they, that they have to be think that they have to have these like skinny 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 bodies because that's what the media is telling them beautiful is yeah and you have these two girls who are like hot as so gorgeous fuck and you're like, oh, wow. Um, <laughs> I was make if I think that like big girls aren't hot, that's a me problem. Right. That's a me problem. That's a, that's a you problem. Um, so like give them a listen. I'm going to put that in my notes as well. Like shout out to Hunter and Michaela. Yeah, we love um, them. Let's get them on the pod. But um, yeah, no, we've just been experiencing all these things and we wanted to like bring it to the forefront and like kind of talk to you guys about the little messy mess that's been going on, but I did want to like leave on a high note and to like totally embody and like support Chriselle because someone who we know in the press who is like a star, she's an actress, she's a, well, not, I guess we should say they, they don't mind. And I kind of identify with this person in a major way because when it comes to like gender expression, I am not going to freak out, you guys. Do right. I express myself in a gender fluid way. Yes. Do I present as a non-binary person? Absolutely. But when I'm on, when I'm at work, y'all, and I'm on set and I'm trying to be a diva and a star, I don't need everyone around me freaking out, dropping their coffee that they refer to me as a man because I have a wiener and if I'm wearing any clothes, you're going to see it. Okay. Blessed. (laughs) Blessed. (laughs) I cannot ask you to look past that. Like, and that's okay. A lot of people aren't like that, but this person, our like, this is like my queen of the week. It's Janelle Monet. They just released new visuals for a new record. Love it. It is absolutely absurd. It is an homage to femininity, to the power of a woman, to the power to like embrace your sexuality. And it's so tasteful. And you guys need to all go listen to it. I actually should probably tell you what the name of the song is. I should probably go listen to it too. I haven't listened to it yet. Um, it's really, really, really excellent. And she has a song that came out very recently called Float. This is not it, you guys. The new song is, which I also love that song. Who is it? Anyway, you guys can figure it out on your own. Also, <laughs> go to Janelle Monae's Instagram page. And if you has- haven't watched um, Glass Onion, which Jan- Janelle Monae is in, highly yes. recommend. She was fantastic in that movie. She's, a, she's quite the actress, you guys. She really is. And I didn't even like know that until I watched I went, that show watched- on. on um, Amazon Prime that she was in home or whatever. Oh, I didn't even know that. But uh, I like watched, yeah, show. I watched that movie and I was like, oh, huh. No yeah, idea. She's vibes. She's gorgeous. So I just wanted to esteem the others, you know, and to lift them up. I also wanted to just um, tell you guys that I love you and to like invite you into our lives because I have been talking a lot about these ratchet hoes in the streets, but I think it's nice to understand my point of view if you can know who I am know who Jessica is as well where can they find you on the internet Jess well um you can find me at Jess Lit ESQ on Instagram if you want to follow my law firm you can follow the Ooh. Lit ESQ and follow us at Bravo Barbies I've come out of my me making retirement oh my god with the hitters y'all with I've been trying hitters. trying to keep up with my Bravo so I can keep the content flowing and yeah, come check us out. 
yeah, I'm so happy also, to like, be here. We, let us know if you like want like what you guys are into, like what you guys want to hear the vibes. Because let me tell you, we're in tune with you guys. We respond to like most DMs, unless you're a bitch. Yeah. Like Jessica's probably gonna block you. I will probably go back and forth with you for about an hour. Right. But you don't want that. It's not something that no, you come want. and talk to us. We love to talk to our followers. We love to engage. I will talk about Bravo with literally anyone who wants to talk about it. Anyone and everyone. And let us know um, if you want us to do anything special for the Vanderpump Rules reunion because I'm ready. My I have ideas. I haven't talked to Jessica about it. I'm going to talk to her about it after we get off of this because I don't want you guys to get your hopes up and then we don't do it. But I yeah. want to do something especial for the Vanderpump Rules reunion you guys maybe something interesting um yeah make sure you keep your eyes and your ear your ears your eyes and your ears peeled there will be a real housewives of atlanta recap on the podcast on monday i love you guys give me a five star review yeah you better and give me a five star rating see you next time